Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. All right. Welcome, everyone, to this live stream edition of the Sharkpreneur podcast. We are here with Ryan Englin from CoreMatters.com to help you grow your business with a proven hiring process that gets repeatable results. The CoreFit hiring system gives you unmatched access to America's best workers anytime you need to hire. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me be here. Uh, it is our pleasure. Let's go back in time just a little bit. How did you get started? Oh, you know, you know I grew up in an uh, entrepreneurial family. My dad was an owner-operator, and I watched him work 12-hour days, six days a week, just grinding it out because he couldn't build the right team. So when I left college and finished my stint at corporate, started my own marketing company thinking, hey, I'm going to do something, and, and uh, found out that it was a challenge to hire people. But more importantly than that, I found out that my clients struggled hiring people. And so all the leads I generate for them, they didn't want because they couldn't service them. So I said, hey, let me see if I can solve the hiring problem. And I stumbled into it almost a decade ago, started working on it, realized that it wasn't that these people weren't good employers. They didn't build good teams. It's that no one ever taught them how to do this stuff. So I built the system, the corporate hiring system, and now we implement it and, and teach our clients how to use it. So that is, I am sure that the longer version of that story could probably be in a book somewhere if it isn't already. Oh, October 17th, I got my book coming out. Hire Better People Faster is the title of the book, October 17th. Make sure, uh, we'll ask you at the end where to go, where we can go to pre-order that. Yeah. I will be the first person to buy that book. <laughs> so you started a marketing agency, you were doing marketing. If I heard this correctly, you were generating leads for your clients. You were getting results. The marketing was working, but they couldn't keep up with the volume because they didn't have enough of the right people. And you also experienced the challenge of hiring the right people and said, instead of solving this marketing problem, I'm going to go solve the hiring problem, which it appears, obviously, you've been doing this a while, that you did. What are some of the biggest mistakes we as employers make when it comes to trying to get the right people in the right seats on the bus? I think one of the biggest problems is not identifying who the right people are. Just, you know, I look at hiring as a marketing activity. Recruiting is a marketing activity. It's just like when you go out to find a customer, the first question marketing company asks you is, who's your ideal customer? Who's your ideal employee? Most of the time, we don't ever take its time to take a step back and figure that out. Because if they're not going to fit your culture, if they're not going to communicate the way you want, if they're not going to be excited about where your bus is going, it's going to be a real challenge for you not only attract them, but to keep them. 
I think that makes a lot of sense. And I love the fact that you say it's a marketing problem because you're mm -hmm. absolutely right. It's a marketing campaign just aimed at a different result. And I love that your first question is the same as our first question as a marketing agency, which is who's your ideal client? Mm -hmm. So yours is a marketing campaign geared entirely at recruiting. So it's who's your ideal candidate? Who's your ideal team member? Let's pretend, can you give me an example of, because you've worked with a lot of companies. What is an example of, this is going to seem obvious. What's a really poorly defined definition of who our ideal team member is? And then what's someone, give me someone who got it right. Yeah, so I think that the biggest problem everybody does, and this is where they end, is what we call position fit. So they've identified the person that can do the job. They've got this set of skills. They've got this set of tools. They've got this set of experience. They've got this education. They've defined that. And that's great if you're looking to put a cog into your machine, if you will. But if you're looking to hire a human being, now you've got to make sure that there's cultural alignment. And that's the part where I think most people mess up. And partly because they don't know what their culture is. They haven't taken the time to really define it or be intentional about it. But secondly, they haven't really thought who's going to be the right fit inside of this culture. What is it that we're going to be able to give them so that they get this sense that they belong here, that this feels like a place they want to be? Nobody takes time to do that. Remember, people don't leave jobs. They leave people. They leave bosses and managers. And we know this to be true. If we know this to be true, then why aren't we looking at, okay, what kind of bosses are we? What kind of team have we built? And who's going to fit well in there? We don't do that. We just say we need someone that with this set of skills, this set of experience, and that's where we stop. And I think that's one of the biggest things that, that we see. So the people that get it right, forget the stuff you can train them. Forget the skills. Forget how to use the tools. You're going to teach most of that anyways. Let's focus on who's got the right culture fit. Who's going to behave the way we behave? They value what we value. They think like we think. Why don't we focus on the way that we communicate and the way we want someone to communicate inside of our organization? They communicate the way we do. And we focus on those things and we create advertisements and we create marketing campaigns around the culture side of the business, not just the job. I think that is awesome. And you just set me up right into my next question without intention, or maybe you did it on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> so how do we, you're right. I didn't think, you know, the day I started the company, what do we want our culture to be? Like culture wasn't even a buzzword 20, 30 years ago. Sure. So how do we figure out what is the culture that we've created? And I love that you said in our advertising, in our marketing for this position, we should advertise to that because I think we, add, you probably know the statistics way better than me. I don't know any of them, but I'm sure the vast majority of, let's say, ads on Indeed or wherever are all geared at, here's what we need. Mm -hmm. not who we need. Absolutely. So how do you figure out what your culture is and how you do those, how you communicate? And then how do you advertise to that? Because I would imagine that job posting, that online ad is going to look very different than a traditional one. Yeah. So to answer your first question, so just so you know, we primarily work with companies under 500 employees. Once you get above 500 employees, I mean, the thing can go anywhere and it's really hard to get your arms around it. But for those smaller businesses, what we look at there is not so much what culture you have, it's what culture you want. And as the operator, the owner operator, as an entrepreneur, as a leadership team, you get to define that. And then start making better hiring decisions and better team building decisions based on what you want to create. So we look at three areas to create what we call the core vision. The first one is where's your bus going? What is the vision? You know, if you want to get people on the bus and you want them to stay there when there's a detour, or the bus breaks down or it gets lost, 
you still want people to be excited saying, hey, you know what? I'll do whatever it takes to get the bus back on the road because I'm excited about where we're going. Right? A lot of companies just stop there and say, that's our vision, but they never do it from the perspective of the people on the bus. You've got an executive saying, here's my vision, triple market share or, or double profits. And the people on the bus are like, I don't care. What's in it for me? So that's vision. The next one is your, the, the value system, how you behave. What's the appropriate behaviors? What do you expect from your people? You know, so many people do core values as uh, integrity and teamwork. And, you know, I love what Patrick Lencioni says. He goes, those are permission to play. Like, if you don't have integrity, you shouldn't be working. <laughs> like, it's that simple, right? <laughs> Go do something else. Uh, same thing if, you, if a company has to say, we're honest. Like, what does that say about the company? So they should be verbs and we should be looking at how are people behaving? And then finally, the last one is purpose. Why do people get out of bed in the morning to do what they do? Why do you do what you do? There are so many ways. There are so many other ways, Seth, that you could have gone and started a business and made money in this country. Why'd you pick this? There's a reason it's deeply personal to you. Get really clear on that and share it. And you take those three things and you wrap them up into what we call the core story. And that's how you communicate this message. It's how you get it out there. You share those things, and that's what's going to attract the right people. So that's the culture side of it. The job ad side of it, this is where we, we take the traditional, here's a bulleted list of all the skills and all the things that you need to be able to do, and we throw that away. We say, let's write an advertisement for this. It's not a job posting. It's not a job description. It's an advertisement. And the example I like to give is if Chevy's got the new Corvette, do they put a commercial out there and spend millions of dollars on a commercial that says it's $155,000 and it does zero to you know, 60 of this fast? And oh, by the way, you got to do oil changes at this interval and it's going to cost you this much in maintenance. That's what our normal job ads look like. <laughs> they look like this. No, they take an attractive young couple, they put the top down, they put them on PCH, love and life, and that's the multi-million dollar commercial because that's what sells Corvettes. It's the same thing with your jobs. If you want to sell your jobs, get away from those bullet points of what an electrician does or what a customer service rep does. Get away from that. And say, here's what it's like when you join our team. Here's the people. Here's what you can expect. Here's how we give you that sense of belonging. Remember, people are giving up time with their family, their friends, and the things they do for fun to come work for you. If you can't show them how they can replace that by being a part of your team, they're going to show up for the paycheck. And the second another opportunity shows up, they're going to leave. But if you can create those things for them, they're going to stick around for a long time. Amen. You are preaching to the choir. I love it. So you talked about them valuing what we value. How do you market for that? How do you screen for that? Because I know there's and you would know better than me, there's a million personality profile, whether it's DISC or the Fascinate Assessment or Colby or Myers-Briggs, there's a million tests I can have them take to try and tell me things. How do I, I don't know that there's a test and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know that there's a test that measures like things they hold dear to them and what their values are. So two different pieces there, two, we're solving two different problems. So behavioral assessments, pre-hire assessments, I love those. And I think they all have a place. And I always tell people the best one out there is the one that your team likes. It's that simple. Uh, to me, they all get to the same end result, which is better understanding the person in a short amount of time. That's the whole reason we do DISC and Colby and all of those. And what I, what I like about those is it really gives me some insight into who it is that I'm hiring to join my team. I don't like using those types of assessments to make hiring, non-hiring decisions. 
Because it's just there, there's too many variables. I mean, human beings are we're complicated creatures. Right? You can't you can't peg us in a test. So what we do on the other side is when we attract for people for behaviors, what we do is not only do we put ourselves out there and say this is how we behave, is this look of interest to you? This is how we have fun. You know, some people have think having fun is sitting there looking at spreadsheets, creating pivot tables. That is not my idea of fun. But if that's someone's idea of fun, it might attract them to the company. So we put out there who we are. That attracts people in. Then once we have them, then we run those assessments to understand them at that next level deeper. So we know who we got. So we understand, okay, it, Seth's personality is different than mine. So this is how I need to communicate with Seth. This is how I need to share information with Seth. I mean, that's what I love about Colby. You know, you come to me with a bunch of ideas and I'm going to want to chase all of them with you because I'm a nine quick start. It's that simple. Uh, but I've got people on my team that are a one quick start. They don't even want to know there's new ideas. <laughs> And so this allows me to really put together a good communication plan and making sure that people are getting the information that they need. That is awesome. You have worked with so many companies. Can you give us an example of kind of, and if their identity is confidential, just make it ABC Incorporated, but can you go, here's what they were struggling with when they came to me. Here's how applying the CoreFit hiring system helped them and kind of that magical transformation you were able to engineer. Yep, absolutely. I'll give you one of my favorite stories. Subcontractor construction company, they do rebar. So these are the guys that put together the metal skeletons for the bridges that you drive on that get covered in concrete. They came to me a few years back and they were struggling. They took on one of those put us on the map type of jobs, way bigger than they should have taken, but it was awesome for them. Well, they had this great opportunity. They were struggling. They were about 150 employees when they met me. They needed 50 people yesterday. Job was falling behind, guys were overtime, guys were burning out, like it was a challenge. And I said, okay, let's focus on filling those 50 positions. Within 90 days, they filled all 50 of them and they were like 202 employees by implementing our system. So once we solved that bleeding neck problem right there, and we said, okay, the bleeding's under control. Now let's implement the rest of this system. Over the next couple of years, they started implementing a lot of the marketing strategies that we teach around recruiting, specifically recruiting, because they're a subcontractor. They get, they get contracts from GCs. There's not a lot of marketing that they need to do for that. It's all bid work. And uh, they got a phone call one day and the owner calls me and he goes, yeah, it, I thought it was a joke. Um, it was Discovery Channel. And Dirty Jobs was coming back. They rebooted Dirty Jobs a couple of years ago. They got picked up to be on the premiere episode after it had been off the air for 12 years. And it was because every time they looked for a reinforcing steel contractor online, they just kept coming up over and over and over again. And like, these must be the guys we need to have on the show. And so they got picked up to be on Dirty Jobs. So now that's part of their recruiting. Like Dirty Jobs noticed us. Check out what it was like when we had Mike out here on our job site. And so it's just more marketing and promotion that they get to do. And now filling positions is easy for them because they've been put on the map. I mean, 200 employee construction company, Nobody knows who those are, but people know who these guys are now. That's incredible. So 50 employees in a very short period of time, are those folks like still with the company? Some of them are, some of them aren't. It's construction. So a lot of craft workers, general label, it's very uh, transient because jobs come and jobs go, uh, but they're stable now. They don't have the turnover problems they had before. They've got a solid team of people that are ready to grow in their career. So they've made a lot of changes in the last few years. Talk a little bit about what the CoreFit hiring system is all about. 
So I think the biggest thing is it's a, it's a process. It's a system for recruiting. Most people look at recruiting as something they have to do. It's like, oh, I got this new job. I got to fill it with people. I, I got this new equipment. I got to put someone in it. And they look at recruiting as something that's reactive. And they scrape by the best they can. They pay indeed way too much money to get a bunch of unqualified applicants. That's what they do. Um, and so what the Corfit hiring system does is allows them to use the tools and processes that we've known to work, implement them in their business, and then make adjustments to them. I mean, a big part of our program is being able to assess the tools to make sure that they're working for you. Not just look at the quality of applicants, but are the tools doing their job? Is your website getting you the results you need? Are your ads getting you the result they need? Is your interview process working correctly? And being able to identify the root cause of any issues that might come up in your process. And the most important part is we teach people how to use it. So not only do we implement it for them, but I like to say we teach them to fish. You know, we put it in place and we say, here's how you use the tools. So you're not beholden to us or an agency or a staffing company or any of that. Now, of course, our clients keep us around because we get to help troubleshoot and solve problems for them, but they know how to use the tools. They know how to interview and they know how to do it in a structured way that they can measure. And that's the most important thing. You have achieved so much success for yourself and more importantly for your clients. What's your biggest challenge now? You know, I think it's getting the message out there. That's why I wrote the book. And I don't think people wake up and say, hey, you know what I need today for my business? I need someone to teach me how to recruit. <laughs> it's not something that people think. They, what they do is they think, I need people. I'm going to go to a staffing agency. I'm going to go to Indeed. I'm going to go to a recruiter. And what I want people to do is go, no, there's a better way to do this. And you can own it. Like You can have this built inside of your business. It's a complete system so that you never have to go to these outside groups again that don't understand who you are. That's why those groups don't work. They don't work because they don't understand your culture. They're not hiring for the right things. They're looking to fill a position. So I think my biggest challenge is right now is just getting this book and getting this message into enough businesses out there so that we can really make a difference. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? You know, my favorite part is when I see the light bulb go off for the people that we're working with. When they go, oh, that's why we're doing this different. That's why it works. I love that. That's one of my favorite things. Uh, we had a client the other day, we teach a lot about job ad writing and how to get your job ads optimized because you're marketing. Uh, Indeed's a search engine. You have to optimize your ads just like you do your website for Google. And we had a client call us. And he goes, I'm sorry. I'm like, what are you sorry about? He goes, I was in a hurry. I didn't follow your process. My jobs got suspended. Oh my <laughs> I need your help fixing it. He's like, I know your process works. I just, I spaced it. And so it's in those moments where I go, this is the coolest thing. Cause we get to see companies really transform their results when they follow our process. That's, that's my favorite part of this. All right. Um, before we wrap up, show us the book. For those of you watching the video version, tell us where we can go to get Hire Better People Faster by Ryan Englund. Um, Amazon, it's available on Amazon. And I'm excited to announce it's going to be on Audible as well. I spent 18 hours in a studio recording that thing. It will be God on bless you. <laughs> uh, so it'll be on You Amazon. could have written a recruiting ad to hire a voiceover artist. You know, I almost did that, but I thought this would be better for people to hear it from me. You know, if they're going to, they're going to invest six hours of their time, they get to hear it from me. And uh, I've had some test listeners and they said the passion just comes through, which I love hearing. So anywhere books are sold, Amazon, uh, we're going to be doing some promotional stuff. The week it launches October 17th. Uh, so yeah, excited.
Awesome. Congratulations on that. Make sure to go get the book, Hire Better People Faster by Ryan Anglin. Check him out at corematters.com and the CoreFit hiring system. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur. Ryan, thanks again for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.